You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I'm excited. As always, I get excited when we have special guests. We are speaking with Abby today all about growing a brand, branding, and also e-commerce because these things are so important. And so I am so excited. You guys know, again, I get excited when we have all our special guests. Abby, welcome to the Social Media Decoded Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so, so much for having me. Yes, I am so excited to chat all the things. So I would love if you introduce yourself and let the listeners know who you are and what you do and a little bit about your amazing company that you founded. Yeah. So I'm Abby McGrew. My design studio is called Wayfarer Design Studio. Um, I started it back in 2016. So we've been around for a while and we specialize in brand packaging and web design, specifically focusing on e-commerce businesses. So working with lots of, you know, brands that are creating an amazing um, innovative product, trying to shake up their industries, uh, bring something new to the table. That's really um, the type of client that we get so excited and are really passionate about helping them, you know, bring their ideas to life through through design and, and helping them reach the right people. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we do. And I'm from the US. Um, I'm from West Virginia, uh, but we're actually like a nomadic studio. I'm currently living in Spain. Um, but yeah, we kind of, our team is spread out kind of all over the place and we work with clients all over. So that's a little bit about us. I love that. So I know this is taking a different turn. I love (laughs) digital nomads and, you know, I love the idea of your company. So how did you, what was the aha moment that went off and say, you know what, I have something here and I can definitely do this and I can do this and travel the world. Because I think that there are many people who think that they may not be able to do the business they want to do if they want to travel. So what would you say to that entrepreneur? Yeah. So I what I'm doing now, it was not at all what I expected. I, I wasn't ever planning to be like a digital nomad. It, it kind of, uh, I guess a lot of people talk about how they like fell into entrepreneurship, you know, and like a, they didn't go the traditional route to starting their business. That was definitely me. Um, I actually, the reason that I travel um, and kind of the reason I started the business is because uh, I got married right before I graduated um from college, I was always going to do design. I loved design. I knew I was going to be a designer from like 13 years old. Um, but I got married and then graduated and my husband plays professional basketball overseas. So it all happened really quickly where um, we got married. And then in the day after my college graduation, moved to Australia for him to start his first season playing basketball overseas. And um, that was kind of why I ended up starting my own business. I always planned that I would go work in the corporate world or work for a magazine or, you know, some big company. Um, But I quickly realized if I wanted to be able to travel with my husband, that 
starting my own business was weirdly enough going to be the easiest option. (laughs) Starting a business is never easy, but for my unique situation, usually we move to a new country um, every year. And so, yeah, being able to have my own business, um, you know, work from wherever, as long as I had Wi-Fi. (laughs) um, Yeah, weirdly enough, it was my easiest option to be able to do what I loved. Um, And I don't know if anyone is wanting to do that. I think now's the best time. I mean, especially um, post pandemic, you know, companies are so much more open to people working remotely. And so, yeah, there, I don't think there's a better time than now to be able to live this life. Um, Ours does look very unique since we're you know, we're traveling for his job technically. So, you know, the places that we go, uh, it's always dependent on like where he gets a contract and, you know, where he's playing. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. I'm so, so grateful that we get to, to do this and I get to bring my business with me wherever we travel. It's such a gift and, and a blessing. Yes. No, I love your story. And thank you so much for sharing that. Like, that is so awesome. And I am like, that is just great. Like you thought of like, oh, my husband, since he's traveling, I could just start a business. And of course, the biz- starting the business isn't, you know, isn't easy, but <laughs> it's fulfilling. And I just love the digital nomad life. I'm actually wanting to be a part-time digital nomad because my daughter wants to go to school. So in the summers, we'll be traveling some of everywhere. We probably won't even be at home that often. So I'm really, really excited. And I just love your story. Um, and so if you're anyone's listening, it's possible. And now is the time. Now is the time to start that business. You want to freelance, start a side hustle, start a blog, an email list. This is the time. We are in the creator economy. And so I love it. So I want to talk about branding because we know that branding is everything. And so you've built an incredible company. Again, all while traveling the world with your husband. I love it. And we are basketball fans over here. My daughter, she's eight and she's a superstar basketball player already. So oh. she wants to go to the WNBA. So, you know, yes. we got that connection. So you mentioned that as a creative, you, you know, you find endless inspiration from your travels and getting to experience life in different parts of the world. So how has that helped with the branding for your company? Yeah. I mean, I think that as a creative, I mean, I'm always, you know, noticing things like seeking out inspiration. And I think that just having the privilege of getting to live in all these different countries, we've lived a lot of different places. We've lived um, in Australia, um, Denmark, France, Portugal, now in Spain. Um, We're also in Romania. So I've gotten to like, just pick up on a lot of the ways that um, interiors, branding, packaging, just like the different approaches that you notice in all these other countries. Um, but yeah, I just think like culturally too, I've just picked up a lot of things of, you know, the the type of clothes that people wear in other countries. So just for me as a designer, it's been really cool to see. I feel like every time we move somewhere new, my style the style of my work like changes a little bit depending on like what country we're living in just because of the change in surroundings. Um, another thing that I think uh, has been interesting is for me, I am living in these other countries. And so a lot of times I don't speak the language. So f- I have had to like, <laughs> I mean, of course I'm a designer, so I know how important branding and design is, but 
I'm having to go to the grocery store and figure out like what products are because I can't read the name of the product. And so just for me from a consumer standpoint, recognizing that like the color on the packaging is really important in helping me understand, you know, if if I'm trying to um, find like a... (laughs) I don't know, a type of shampoo that like has natural, maybe I'm looking for something that like has clean ingredients or something. I might notice that the, the color of the bottle, just cause I can't read it, but like the color of the bottle is going to help me understand like, oh, they're using a lot of green on their bottle. That's probably the type of product that I'm looking for. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's been another interesting, I think that has kind of helped me of having to just put myself in the shoes of can your branding communicate what people need to know about your product without them even necessarily needing to read what's on the label like that's really powerful when you can do that well and so yeah of course that's what I want to do for our clients but it's been interesting for me to have to like be on the opposite side and um yeah just kind of notice how helpful that can be for customers Okay, so I love that. I love how, you know, you're using your experiences that you are currently in and seeing the different like items on the shelves. I think that that's totally, you know, I love how you shared about your experiences and, you know, you being in the stores and looking at the different branding and trying to figure it all out. I really love how you're able to use that now and to like help your clients and like think of different things because I think that that's really, really awesome. Um, And so I know with branding and websites, I want to talk about the oops, little mistakes that people make. I know you've seen a time or two like, oh, maybe that shouldn't have been on your website. What are some top website design mistakes that you see these days that could be impacting people's sales because e-commerce website design, I know plays a crucial role. I have a lot of clients who are in the beauty space and I know that like websites are important, like the optimization, all those things. So how important is it when it's driving sales and what are some mistakes that you see people making currently? Yeah, so many. Um, So I'll try to figure out like the most common ones, maybe. Um, I think one big one is, and and it, maybe it sounds like a no-brainer, but I've actually seen this a lot. Like some of our own clients that we've worked with were making this mistake before we started working with them. Not having your products be shoppable on the homepage. And again, maybe that seems like a no-brainer, um, but a lot of people do make that mistake. I think sometimes they think, oh, on our homepage, it should just be like a big about page. We want to really introduce people to, you know, who we are, talk about our ingredients or the story behind the brand. But, you know, people want to shop and you want people to shop. So making sure that there is, you can, of course, have those sections that, you know, tell more of the story behind the brand, but um, you should absolutely have a few shoppable products like very early on the homepage. Um, other mistakes, definitely responsiveness or like usability. So many people nowadays are shopping on their phones, right? So the way that your website looks on mobile is just as important, sometimes maybe more important than the way it looks on desktop. So you want to make sure that things look good on all screen sizes. Um, and that font size, especially with like, the size of fonts or buttons that those are big enough um, 
on mobile that it's not difficult to read um, or difficult to, you know, click through to things. Yeah, I would say maybe those are like the top, top ones. Um, Last one, just whenever I think whenever people are, you know, planning out their website, they're so focused on where do I want people to go and what do I want people to do on the site? And maybe they're not thinking so much about their audience or their customer and what their actual priorities are. If you're an e-commerce business, of course, you want people to buy products. So you're going to continually be directing them to buy stuff. But maybe your ideal customer or audience, um, maybe they want to read a blog post first. Maybe that's really their top priority. You want to make sure that you're guiding people where you want to go, but also helping them find the things that they really want to find or what they're, what's most important to them as well. Oh, you just dropped a lot of gems right there. So I hope that the listeners pick those up. And I know you all are taking notes because that was really good. I think that your website should be optimized. And like when someone lands, they don't want to click through 57,000 things that like decreases conversion. So the more mm-hmm. that you can make it easier for them, that will increase your conversions. And like, I feel like glitter is kind of out these days. So Oh, I should have said something about that. That's another, that's more like a, like a branding mistake. But yeah, I think, can I say something on that real quick? Because um, I think a lot of times, um, and we've seen this with our own clients, people say, I want my brand to be high end. I want it to look like luxury. And sometimes they assume that using glitter or like gold, you know, shiny gold metallic something, um, or just using a cursive font that that's instantly going to make it look luxury. Sometimes it can for sure, (laughs) but a lot of times it doesn't, (laughs) there are better ways to accomplish that. So yeah, that's a hot, uh, I don't know, hot tip, I guess. (laughs) Um, yeah. It's a hot topic. No, definitely. Thanks for that, Jim. Please listen to Abby when it comes. You can be luxury. It doesn't always have to be cursive or gold. Please, I'm begging y'all. Please listen for real because it is happening. And luxury is luxury. It's the feeling, the experience, clean, like whatever you want luxury to be, but it doesn't have to be just glitter and gold. So know that you can go in different angles. So thank you for that. (laughs) So this next part of the podcast, I really love. It is like the book portion. So were there any books or resources that have helped you shape you into the entrepreneur that you are today? Anything that you would love to share that the readers can, the listeners can check out? Yeah, I think, um, my favorite book, and I recommend it to clients a lot. Um, it's called Obsessed by Emily Hayward. And um, she's a founder of like a really amazing um, branding agency that has worked with a lot of big brands um, like Allbirds and Casper. A lot of these brands that you've probably seen kind of like blow up um, over recent years, they worked with a lot of those. And in that book, it's called Obsessed. They basically just kind of share their approach to helping these brands um, create a a product and like a brand experience that people become obsessed with and kind of the secret to 
to that. And I think it's really helpful. I mean, of course, it's coming from a designer's perspective um, like mine, but it's helpful for any anyone who's trying to start a business to think about um, how can I create a brand that is driven by values and and something that's not just, you know, following the trends um, and going to blend in with everybody else, but how can you really build something around the values that you stand for and something that people are going to remember and really connect with? Um, yeah, that's kind of what it's all about. So that's my top book recommendation because I think it's really helpful. And of course, it's kind of giving you a peek behind how these really successful businesses um, were built as well. Yes. No, thank you so much for sharing that amazing book. And I think that we all should check that out. And it's definitely, I think, too, about building like a raving fan community, like, you know, Things like that are really important, too, for maybe someone who's listening, who's an e-commerce. I think that it could definitely help them like in a different type of way. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. But if you could let us know, where can we find you? Where do you hang out online? And if anyone wants to check out you and your amazing company, how can they do that? Yeah. So our website is WayfarerDesignStudio.com. And I'm sure since you'll, you know, link that they can see exactly how that's spelled and, and everything. Um, but yeah, and we're most active on Instagram. We share lots of, you know, examples of our work, but also lots of, um, you know, tips and, and everything, pieces of advice for founders uh, on our Instagram, which is at Wayfarer Design Studio as well. So yeah, happy to connect. And if anyone has questions, um, yeah, I'm an open book. <laughs> so feel free to feel free to reach out. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been such a great episode with so many gems. So make sure that you go back and pick up those gems. Tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let me know what you thought about today's episode and what you thought about branding, e-commerce tips that we shared. And what about that glitter? Let us know. Let us know what you thought about that glitter reference too. So thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode and we will talk to you all in the next one. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.